All right, welcome back to Classroom Brew. Uh, this is the podcast that feels a lot like Teacher Happy Hour. We just happen to be recording it. Uh, this is episode 151. I uh, hope you guys did enjoy the little bonus episode from last week. If you didn't check that out, you got to head on over to patreon.com slash classroom brew. You can also get other bonus content and podcast merch. Now for this week, I know on that episode, I said we were going to do that survey about opening the schools that the, the district said or sent me, but we've actually got a surprise guest on this one. And it is none other than Mr. Joe D. Mr. D. Dombrowski. I'm a Joe. surprise. Hey, everyone. <laughs> okay, and I also want to encourage everybody, since the name of the podcast is Classroom Brew, and this is episode 151, I encourage you to take a shot of 151, no chaser, and try not to vomit. That's my challenge. It, yeah. there we go. I love it. We got to start doing challenges for stuff. We'll just make Malort <laughs> the challenge every single week. Yeah, and hopefully not like exploit everybody's alcoholism. <laughs> right, no big right. deal. <laughs> So um, the last time, and we actually talked about it a little bit on on your podcast, uh, which is called Social Studies with uh, Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski. Um, we talked about the last time that you were on mine and how like I, I didn't hit record right away. So the first two minutes of audio were all all messed up and things like that. But at the time, you were just starting your transition from, you know, being a, a teacher. I think you had dropped to like part time or something like that, but you were focusing on the comedy career, kind of like what I think Devin Siebold is doing now where he's like the kids aren't sure if he's like their full-time teacher or not because he's on the road <laughs> so much. But um, since then, some things have happened. So where are things at right now with like the teaching uh, career versus like the comedy career? Cause that's been taken off. And like, what's, what's the update on that since then? Okay. Let's backtrack. So my, you know, that teachers are, um, I can't think of the word uh, poor. You know that, right? <laughs> so all during my teaching career, as a teacher for almost 10 years, my second job was being a stand-up comic, along with a slew of other things. I was also a, a cycle instructor. Really? So like the guy that's like motivating and like up, down, up, down, up, down. Um, bitches, work that ass. <laughs> yeah, that was me. So... um. So I did a lot of slew of things for money, but my favorite was comedy and I always did comedy and it was literally fun, creative, and it put like gas in my tank and I would have some extra dollars to, you know, chip in and buy lunch when, when the rest of the staff would want to go out because they didn't, you know, you didn't have a lot of money. Teachers don't have a lot of money, especially a single teacher and a teacher within the first five years is even lower. So I needed to do something else and I did comedy. It was amazing. And, uh, Slowly, 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 it started to pick up locally. So I had a little bit of a name. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I used to go by um, Joey D when I was on stage. Because, no. yeah, because I didn't want to. I didn't. I, so I, historically, I'm Joey. Like if you're if you're like an OG friend from high school, from elementary school to college, you know me as Joey. And my family ex exclusively calls me Joey. And then uh, Dombrowski you know, the school knew me as Mr. D. So I just combined the two and I went as Joey D and that was my stage name, which I sort of regret not keeping. But, uh, but yeah, so I was Joey D and I sort of worked up this local name in Detroit as Joey D, the comic, blah, blah, blah. And then it blew the fuck up and it went nuts with my viral spelling test video and then the appearances right. on Ellen and whatnot. And then I continued to write, continued to write. And then I had completed my one hour you know, you call it your hour in comedy. I completed my one hour show and I had the opportunity to take it on the road. And I think 
it was show five of my first ever uh, U.S. tour. It was in sh- Chicago, which is when you and I met when we recorded. Right. So this was, was uh, indoor recess, right? That's what it was, it was called. Indoor recess, yeah. And uh, that was interesting because I was actually still teaching full time at that time. So uh, to be teaching full time and on the road full time was pretty chaotic. I was taking a lot of Fridays off so I could tour for the weekend, then coming back to Seattle, teaching all week, then going back on the road to whatever city to do more shows. And I was doing that every single weekend. And it was a dream. But then I had to come to terms with like multiple things. And one of them was the biggest one obviously was like, am I doing a disservice to the students and their families? I'm gone a lot. I have a public presence here. Am I doing a disservice to, to what I should actually be giving them? And my principal was like very point blank with me and she, it was awesome. I, I didn't take this the wrong way at all, but she said, I think, uh, I think you're a good teacher and I haven't seen your comedy, but I'm pretty sure you're a good comic. Uh, but you can't be great at either one of those things until you sure. put all of your time and focus into one. Yeah. And, uh, and you got to talk from the heart. And uh, you know what, this opportunity for comedy is never going to come again, but you can never take away my teaching degrees. And the, the principal said this? I said that. Or, oh, you had this as the, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. I was like, wow, that's a very like inspirational yeah. boss. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but she agreed. And she was like, I think that's awesome. And I wish you nothing but the best. And we left on great terms. She knocked me a little bit on one of my evaluations, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, we won't judge it. Yeah. yeah. Um, But now being out of the classroom, I feel like more than ever, I can really do what I've always wanted to do in comedy, which is be like this uninhibited voice for education and tells you the true, real messed up stuff that goes on through the lens, through the filter of comedy. So I think when you see my show, I wrote it for all people. It's not just for teachers. Mm -hmm. You see the show, you laugh. And then when you get back in your car, you can think about, holy shit, teachers really go through that. And this is really what it's like in the field of education. And I feel like I can use this voice to talk about teaching um, and not have to worry about losing my job. Like most teachers probably do. You've got nothing on you. Yeah. Right. And not have to worry about like insulting the parents and what they might report me or whatever it is right or or anything like that because because i can i can tell the truth about how corrupt public education in america truly is now and i don't have a target on my back anymore and i feel like i'm doing a greater good now than i did when i was in the classroom because i feel like i'm inspiring more teachers to be themselves and uh to like speak up against these things and to work hard to make change in education and i think i'm inspiring people who are not teachers to support public education and to uh continue a legacy of greatness within public education and you know rethink the funding and you know all those things that are that are true about education and i i can't sit here and tell you that it doesn't feel amazing because it is the best feeling in the world right well especially because i've seen you like you're just you can continue to expand like you had like rosebud baker on like you're you're also getting like input from all these other people which is incredible have you kind of noticed yourself like because like as you're removed more and more from uh the teaching world and you have like if you do have a comedian on like rosebud or something like that where do you like portion out like the education versus just general like let's talk about stuff like are you kind of shifting away from it is it still present 
Uh, like if someone were to come to a show in like one or two years, how much of it is going to be similar to like your, your teaching element stuff versus like, this is me as a comedian making observations about the world in a funny way. Dude, that was a great question. <laughs> and I, I have to be honest with you. I, I think I've been wanting to answer that. Um, the truth behind comedy is it's all about like your life pattern and it's all about like what you've gone through in life that has created the way that you, you think. And mm -hmm. the past 10 years of my life has been spent in education. And that is a decade of my existence of who I was. And I think that it will always come back to teaching in some way, shape or form. But I also say, you know, if you're to see my show in five years, what is it going to be? I don't know, but I can tell you all these life experiences that I'm going to be talking about that I haven't even touched on yet because they haven't happened. I haven't gotten married yet. I don't have kids yet, but I can tell you when I do, the fuckery that happens with those are going to be in the show, you know? So it's all about, you know, becoming, um, talking about the, the patterns of life. And I've only done one show, one one-hour show is all that I've written so far. I have a lot of jokes that I can build these other shows on. There's so much in education that I still haven't talked about that I pro probably always will. Oh, sure. But the, yeah. the one thing that I say to other comics, because sometimes comics are kind of like, oh, you're the teacher comic or you're teacher comedian. They have to put that adjective before comic. And it's like, mm, no, I'm a comic just like you, but I have this life experience that I can talk about, that I will talk about, that I will make funny. And I, you can't, take away the fact that I am a teacher and was one. You can never take that away from me. And I, right. I will always kind of be, you know, an advocate for teachers, even if it's not like right in your face with the comedy that I'm presenting to you, I will always look out for them and amplify their voices and help, uh, help change education, uh, for what it is through, yeah. mainly through their lens of comedy. Absolutely. Well, and especially because you know, when you talk about the way that you develop and things like that, well, first off, you have backlogs and stuff like that. Uh, but you also, we also know what's going to happen like in the current times, like we have all this stuff during Corona and you as someone that was a teacher and is now a comic too, you have that thing to deal with too. Like you have all these different experiences. Uh, do you ever get like backlash from that? Like if you go into something as a comic, you're going to deal with hecklers, right? Mm -hmm. But if you go in as a teacher comic, I'd imagine you might get some backlash even still from people that maybe they weren't like your students' parents, but do you still get some of those, uh, I guess you would call them Karens, I guess, like that are angry about something that you make? Yeah, I do. And uh, I'm fine with it. Like I'm great with hecklers because, you know, I was trained for 10 years with dirty hecklers sitting in front of me for five <laughs> hours a day in the classroom. It's just like what makes you better. You know what I mean? But right. uh, I think a lot of the time, especially when I do like pop-up shows or I just go to the club and like work out new material, things like that. And it's not necessarily my fans rather than it's just a general audience that I'm here to make you laugh. Sure. Sometimes there'll be somebody in there who's like, teacher shouldn't be talking like this. And I'm like, who's, who says who? You? Because I'm not fucking listening to your ass. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I just do my thing. And, and usually the majority of people are into it. But I mean, that's inevitable for all comics, right? Like all comics are going to have people who are into it and people who are not. And like you and I even talked about this on my pod. Um, you, a, a comics, who, who is into that specific comic is that, is that comics fan. Right. You, you can be a fan of comedy and not be a fan of specific comedians. And that's fine. It's just that you don't resonate with those stories and you don't connect with their, their tale and whatever it is. And, and I think that's more than acceptable for everyone. I can't right. say that this comic isn't funny um, because I'm not into it. It's just, 
it's not for me but like people can say that about me and or they can join me and be super into it it's it is what it is sure now and speaking of fans of comics too um you were so like ellen was like a big thing that like helped you like really jettison up in your career and stuff say it was how do big you, is probably an understatement <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about like all the stuff that's going on with ellen right now because like apparently like cancel culture class of 2020 is going after everybody but like apparently ellen now too is that a thing? Like, have you like heard anything about that? Or like, are you, yeah, I've been, you subscribe or? I've been reading a lot of it too. And it seems like it's kind of, I don't think it's a right now thing. It's kind of been happening for a few years. And mm. I, people ask me about this a lot. And all I have to say is it's not my experience. My experience with her was nothing but exceptionally positive. And she went mm. out of her way to make me comfortable and give me advice. She even like off when we were off camera, she turned to me and she's like, hey, I heard you're uh, a comedian. And I was like, yeah, I am. She's like, you're really funny. You should do something with that. And I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Like my, one of these comic idols that I adore <laughs> just told me to continue with comedy. Like that was huge, you know? Yeah, yeah. We had multiple interactions like that on my time on when I was on the show a couple times. And uh, I, I do not have the experience of her being nasty as the media is trying to go after her right now which by the way is uh, that's probably my favorite answer to anybody that's responding to like what do you think about this because i think everybody is trying to like make some like they want the perfect answer right or they want to agree with what the the status quo is and i think that just saying like hey here's what i experienced it was not that well one no one can really go after that uh, but two it's the most authentic answer that you can give which i think is i think we need more of that so that's, I, that's yeah and that's the thing too it's like uh you could say that about any person right like i am generally a happy easygoing guy who doesn't really give fucks but like have i snapped at people for sure why because i'm a human <laughs> <laughs> and i'm allowed to be a human you know what i mean but uh, i don't think that necessarily would make me a bad person but i sure. guess if you're as high profile as her with such a happy demeanor, people, for whatever reason, are probably like looking to take her down if they can, which is, oh, yeah. you know, their own baggage. Well, and like, like she said on her, her special, she's like, she can't even like, why does she have a car horn? Like she can't honk at somebody when she's driving. Cause like, she's Ellen, like can't do that. But, um, nope. so this was something that I actually, I found this this morning and it made me think of you instantly because, uh, well, I'll, I'll just send it to you. It's a t-shirt that I think if you haven't bought it by now, I'm going to have to get it for you. So I just sent it to you in a text. I'll put it up on the, uh, the screen for people that are watching in. But you are kind of known as the plant daddy, yes? <laughs> like This is kind of one of your <laughs> nicknames. Yeah, I am. I'm waiting for the t-shirt to come in. So it's this awesome shirt. And I don't want to spoil it until you see it. But let's see. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I wet my plants. Uh, which reminds me, you be proud. I have two of the, hopefully the lowest maintenance plants ever. Two ferns that were outdoor ferns that are now indoor ferns. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just said a total contradiction. Ferns are notoriously extremely difficult to take care they of. Are? So what kind of ferns are oh. they? Oh, I don't even know that much. I'd have to ask. There, um, there, go they ahead are? and guess it's a Boston fern. Yeah, and the so. other one of the reasons why I think it's doing well is because you're in Chicago and it's summer right now, and you're mm -hmm. extremely humid, and 
ferns love humidity. So that's probably why. Yeah. I say we're spritzing them and everything. I And when I went to the store to buy the spritzer, by the way, it was one of those ones with the fan from like Six Flags looking things. And they were like, do you want a regular one? And I was like, oh, you have those? Like, that's what we wound up getting. But <laughs> That's awesome. After this, I want to see pictures of those ferns. Okay, I'll, I'll send you those two in addition to the I wet my plants link or whatever. I love that. <laughs> I actually, I do have a shirt that says Plant Daddy, which I wear proudly still. At a, yeah, absolutely. It's a great shirt. So um, on your podcast, which is um, social studies, we did a what would you do type of thing. And so uh, because for a little while there, you were also subbing, uh, I saved one. So we did the one with the throwing chairs on yours, but I saved one that was specific to substitute teachers because I have a write up. It's one of my favorite ones ever, mostly because I wasn't there. If I were there, it's probably, I'll probably dread it. Uh, But this was my policy with subs is if the sub writes something down, I put it in. I'm going to take their word for it unless I hear otherwise from an adult, especially if I know the kid and it's kind of a thing. So uh, this is kind of like a, what would you do? Let's go with like you in the, we'll just bump the mic, you in the shoes of the substitute, not so much in my shoes. So if you were actually there handling it. Got it. Uh, now for this sub, the way that they handled it was they wrote a note and well, we'll see. I don't want to spoil too much. Oh God. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. So this is, and what I did is I just kind of wrote down exactly what the sub said. Uh, and then I said, please assign a consequence for this. It says, most students stuck around. Uh, students A and B, I replaced their last names, took off. When I say took off, what I mean is we are on the second floor. However, there is a fire escape outside of Mr. F's room, which is true. Students A and B refused to stay in the classroom. When I said, please take a seat, they said, nope, proceeded to open the window and exit out the fire escape. Uh, I have to tell you something before I answer. What would I do? I did that as a student. Did you really? (laughs) (laughs) Except I was in fourth grade and I jumped out the window. It was a first floor window. Okay. Okay. You had me nervous there. I mean, you you lived, but yeah, I jumped out of the window because I, and it was a substitute. Actually, we had a substitute and I told the substitute, I forgot to feed my dog and she wouldn't let me go home. So I jumped out of the window and walked home. Was it true about the feeding the dog, though? I don't remember that. I just remember the excitement <laughs> of like doing whatever I wanted, which I got my karma. Okay, so what would I do in this situation? Okay, um, Ryan, I got to be honest with you. I'm the substitute teacher. I'm not going to do anything. I'm, sure. I'm not going to go chasing after you. I'm going to report it. I might call the office and be like, hey, these kids left. You should probably do something about that. I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Like as a substitute teacher, I sort of had that mentality of like, if you work in the mall and somebody steals something from your store, you just kind of say, hey, don't do that. Come back. And then you're like, yeah, well, they're gone. This, hopefully a mall cop gets them. I'm right. not fucking doing it. So that's what I would have called the office. Yeah, I would have called the office. I mean, like these kids just left. They went down the fire escape. It was this one and this one. And I'm just going to keep going with movie day in here. With movie day, the best day. (laughs) (laughs) Or some people like to call it incentive day. That's a better terminology. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I would do. What did you do? uh, For that one, luckily, since I wasn't there, it was just the sub. I just wrote it in. And I think they had in school for like a day or something like that. These were two kids that were kind of notorious for pulling this kind of stuff. So it was just kind of like the, well, it's been a month since they've done it. So it's about that time. 
and oh, there they were. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! The shit we see. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Like if I didn't do, if I didn't tell tales like this on stage, non-teachers would not understand that this is what we do. Right. Oh, every day, every day. Well, and you told me about, um, so for the, what would you do on your, your podcast? Uh, I went through and I got a bunch of write-ups and things like that. And, uh, the, the one that I chose was like more like, it, it's kind of a banger, but like not too intense, of course. Uh, it's a good crossover for like elementary versus, um, high school. But like, there were some of them where I was laughing because not that I wrote it particularly funny. I was very serious about it, but like just being political about some, like this one that I, I have pulled up here where it's like some kid thought that they were talking about him. And so he responded to them saying like this girl was being told that her friend said that she was a nasty ass and the kid thought he was being called the nasty ass. So he responds with like, fuck you, goofy ass looking ass. Gotcha. <laughs> At least I have my edges. Like these are the things that they're saying to each other. And in the moment you're like, all right, let me write this down in a professional manner as he's talking about his edges. And um, those oh, are, yeah, you know, you know what I always used to do in elementary, they always come up and be like, oh, he said a bad word. Or they'll say, he said a B word. He said the F word. And I think one of the funniest things is when a little kid swears. And I have no problem. I'd always be like, what word was it? And they'd be like, the F word. I'm like, there are so many words that start with F. You're going to have to tell me. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yes. And it was always so funny because either they would be like, I can't. I can't do it. Or they'd just be like, fuck. He said fuck. The word he said was fuck. Mr. D, did you hear me? Did you hear what I said? It was F-U-C-K fuck. And they just keep going. Oh, funny, funny story. Quick little ADHD tangent. A kindergartner came up to me. You know that sound, Uptown Funk You Up? Yeah. Oh, I don't God. remember who sang it. Was it uh, Bruno, Bruno, right? Mars? Yeah, yeah Bruno. When that song was really popular, a kindergartner came up to me out of nowhere and was like, Mr. D, I just want to let you know that song says Uptown Funk You Up, not fuck. And I was like, well... Uh, thank you for clarifying. Now I know. Now I'm aware. And I'll be sure to tell everyone that you told me. <laughs> yeah. He's actually like a publicist for Bruno. That's a, that is so, that is like the best thing when a kid swear, or like when they whisper so it. Funny. Oh, I love it. Oh, or even better in like in the lower grades, it'll be like, they said the P word and it's like, what was it? And they're like, I don't even, oh shit. The only words that I can think of P are actually bad. So we'll go with the D word. And they're like, what is it? And they're like, darn it. And you're like, terrible. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> I love it. Kids are fun. That's especially with my niece and nephew are at like, well, she's almost at talking age. She's at talking age and the funniest shit ever. But always. Uh, so I guess uh, last little thing. This is something that I did. Um, I'm not going to tell you what my result was, but this was a quiz that I found. And it says, which teacher from pop culture are you? And this is based on. I, I already on... know your results. Oh, you listened to that one? Yeah, I did. Which I had to watch. I had never seen it. Like that it's from the same my era. mind. Okay, you're 27. 27. Yeah, I'm 31. We're not that far apart in age. I was shocked that you never heard of <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I mean, I had known like like Fresh Prince and like Everybody Loves Raymond, but like that's really it from my uh, my sitcoms. But I watched a few. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> right. It's not bad. It's not bad. I feel like you have to if you if you have the nostalgia for it, it's got a little more weight yes. to it. Yes. But I figured, uh, let's see, you know, when we, you were actually like the first guest we've had in a while because like all the, you know, COVID stuff going on. Uh, but I figured, well, it's, I think like five or six questions and we'll see uh, what comes up. This is so wild, Ryan, because I almost asked you to do this to me on my podcast. So oh, I'm for real? Like, 
Yeah, I'm elated. Yes, I wanted to know. <laughs> but on, on your episode of your podcast, you specifically said like, oh, I don't even remember where I found this. So I was like, oh, he probably doesn't even have it. Let's just go with a different idea. But yay, we got it. Let's do it. And actually, I think I had my head down for like a couple seconds. I was like, oh, it might be in my history. And it was. Hell yeah. I don't use my phone enough, I guess. All right. So uh, first question, it says, um, <clears throat> well, maybe it's not from it. Who are you as a student? Anyways, it says, your student asks you if they can go to the bathroom in the middle of a lesson. Your response is, make them get the hall pass that is attached to the comically large pencil. Uh, tell them to put their hand down and go to the bathroom whenever they need. Mm. Sign a quick hall pass for them. When they have to go, they have to go. Uh, this shouldn't happen in my class. Students know what passing periods are for. Uh, wave them out of class without stopping your lesson for more than one second. And then the final option is, I don't know. Can you? Shit. Okay, here's a fun fact about me. A lot of people think just because of my videos and stuff that I'm just this fun, funny, energetic, blah, blah, blah teacher. But the truth of the matter was, was I was also kind of a dick because... You have to lay the smack down if sure. they're ever going to be able to understand the humor and not overdo it. Right. So I was, I had to be a little bit of sometimes. So I'm, I'm conflicted between the oversized comical hall pass and the saying that students know what in between periods are for. Right. But if I was to choose which one sings to me harder, it's definitely the oversized hall pass. Oversized hall pass. I like it. Mm -hmm. My kids, for sure, like, I think I'm pretty lax, but because they're not used to, like, having rules and structure, they probably think I'm an absolute dick. But, <laughs> uh, your opinion on field trips is? Uh, oh, first Jesus, option. I already know, but continue. <laughs> they are a waste of valuable learning time. Love them. So glad to give my students hands-on learning experiences. They're a huge hassle with little payoff, but if it makes my students happy, I will do them. Uh, gets me out of school, so they're fine by me. Uh, I like showing off my knowledge of my subject area to my students. And the final option is they're a good time to socialize with other teachers and parents. Cross between the one that said they're a huge time waster and a hassle, <laughs> but if my students like it, I'll do it. And the last one, because the best part of field trips was like just hanging out with the parents, like almost as sure. friends and just being like, what up? And all, like, I took my kids to a Tigers game at Comerica Park one day. And one of the parents oh. was like, you want to go grab a beer in the, in the VIP lounge? I'm like, I think I would lose job. Do I want to? Absolutely. <laughs> Are we going to do it? No. Um, but I'm going to go with the one that said they're a huge hassle and waste of time. But if my okay. students like it, I'll do it anyway, because I, I loathe field trips. They're the hardest things to plan. It's a huge pain in the ass and you do not get paid for the additional work that you do and right. typically when you go on these field trips you go for the whole fucking day not the whole school day the entire existence of those 24 hours oh yeah 100 percent. okay <sighs> but you know and then the parents want to be a volunteer and you can't take them all and you have to deal with that bitching blah, blah, blah. that one that's my answer sounds nice i feel like i would be elated if i had one or two differences between uh different <laughs> districts um all right, next question. Uh, it's the end of the year and your student gives you a thank you gift. What are you hoping is inside the package? Beer, alcohol. <laughs> is that an answer. answer? Let's see. Uh, oh, it's not. Should That's be. That would be mine too. Bullshit, yeah. <laughs> uh, first one, chocolate. And then it says, ack. Okay. Uh, 100 number two pencils. A $50 gift card to a craft or stationery store. What the fuck? <laughs> right? A $25 gift card to Target. 
uh, a letter talking about how my class changed their life or a cute knickknack for my desk. Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. I did relish in the, in the knickknacks for the desk. Like one student gave me what she told me was a toothpick holder, but her parents told her to call it that it was a shot glass. And it said, hit me with your best shot. And it to date was the best gift a student has ever gotten me. Awesome. My principal got me a fifth of Grey Goose, my first year teaching. That was pretty amazing. Oh. Um, and she dressed it up like Santa. And uh, if I was to choose any of these, which none of these are my first choice, I think I'm going to go with the Target gift card because I can actually okay. use it on something that I want. You don't want the number two pencils? Fuck no. There, there's a hundred of the, them. No, <laughs> nor do I want the craft store bullshit. I'm looking for something for me, motherfuckers. God, I'm so foul on this. Please, I if still follow classroom Blue if you're listening. <laughs> don't don't put the judgment on Ryan. Put it on me. This is the kind of stuff they want. This is this is how I am on my solo episodes. Like the guest episodes are one thing, but me on a solo episode, I have a two drink minimum when it's a solo episode. It gets yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, which of these would you most likely be caught doing on the weekend? Uh, option one: protesting at a rally. Single or not? <laughs> that is a factor. Uh, protesting at a rally, working a second job; those bills have to pay them have to pay themselves somehow. Uh, take some online courses to become a better teacher. <laughs> Brunching with my teacher BFFs, sleeping in finally, or grading late into Sunday night. What's the second one you said? Uh, working a second job; those bills have to pay themselves somehow. Oh, shit. Um, I say, yeah, if, comedian. That would be not to yeah. make. Uh, cycling coach yeah it's it was either that or sleeping in but work always came first because i needed i needed the dollars right and those asses won't get off of those bike seats without you hey hey let's be real and i started when i first started as a cycling instructor i was teaching like the 5 a.m classes on saturdays oh god i'm like who the fuck crazy person's gonna do this did you have the britney spears headset i sure did yes i sure did i'll pull up some pictures for you yes So you go, oh, sorry, which one are you going with? I might have. Work. Working a second job? All right. I like it. All right. Almost done. Um, What do you do when you get home after school or when you got home after school back Mm. in those days? Uh, Catch up on the news I missed at school. Worry about my students. Work a bit on my teacher certification. Get out to coffee or drinks with fellow educators. Spend some quality time with my family. Or prepare dinner and do some grading. So none of them. The, the true answer <laughs> was sleep. I would always come home from work and just pass out for at least an hour because those little kids will just right. suck all the energy out of you. So it's Agreed. always sleep. But if it was Friday, I did go out with the staff pretty much every Friday, especially in those first like three years when I was a young buck. <laughs> when you had the energy? <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right. I like it. Yeah. I was to say, when I was a kid, I could just show up to baseball practice and throw a thousand times and be okay. I did one softball practice for our intramurals, and my right arm is dead. It's threw been it two out. days. <laughs> oh, dude, I threw my back out sneezing a couple weeks ago. I'm like, life is over. Like Sammy Sosa. He did that too, sneezing. Now, granted, did he, really? he had a little metabolic help to throw on his back, but you know. <laughs> yeah, he did. All right, next question. Uh, where is your favorite place to get your education information? You know, aside from, of course, you know, classroom brew where we get, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, education week. Always checking out Pinterest for free lesson plans. 
teacher blogs, the latest teaching journal, Google is my best friend, or NEA Today. Google, a million percent. I actually have a good joke in my, uh, in my set. Uh, should I give it to you? I don't know. I kind of want to tell you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. If you want to hear it, come Let's to the hear show. it. But it, it's, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the listeners come to see me live. I like it. it. But it's a or... whole joke about basically like if you don't think that your kid's teacher doesn't Google shit the day before they teach it, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's so <laughs> true because we do. It is very true. Sometimes like moments before like uh, they're writing and they ask a really good question. You're like, uh, yeah, let's explore that after this do now. Meanwhile, I'm going to go over to my laptop real quick and um, take attendance. <laughs> Again? <Yep. laughs> Again. They will keep track of when you did it and didn't do it. Now, this one I thought was very appropriate. Uh, it kind of reminded me of uh, the first and second time that you were on, on Ellen. You win $5,000. What do you do with it? Yeah. Uh, option one, donate it to politicians who are pro-public education, pay down my student loans, use it to pay for a summer professional development course, put it back into my classroom, just put it in my savings, home ownership, here I come, or buy a new teacher wardrobe. Which essentially is still putting it back into your classroom. <laughs> right. I, I, I actually did two things with my money. I spent half of it on um, paying down my student loans. Keyword down, not off. There was right. still a few tens of thousands to go. <laughs> um, and then I did spend the other half on classroom stuff because we, I was in a very underfunded situation and didn't have anything that I needed. Um, and none of those are both. Yeah, I don't say that. And they have check boxes, but you can only get one. I know. I'm going to play Tricky. nice guy on this one because if I had to choose one of the two things that I did, I probably, I truly probably still would have put it in my classroom. Okay. I like it. I'll say, I think Ellen suspected that you would do that. Let me tell you what. When you win a big chunk of money, everybody has an opinion on how you should spend it. And I, <laughs> I was bet. pissed. And I was like, hey, motherfuckers, did you win the money? No, you right, didn't. Right. So I'll make up my own damn mind like I have my entire life. So enough. That <laughs> Jesus. I love it. Uh, all right. So, okay. We got your results. <clears throat> now this one. I'm it Mr. Says, Feeney. <laughs> Mr. Fe that'd be a great one. Uh, I'm going to read the description and then I'm going to tell you who it is. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, it says, teaching may not be your first choice as a profession, but those kids just won your heart over. Now you prefer to spend your weekends lesson planning and worrying about keeping your students engaged. You got Mr. Cooper from Hanging with Mr. Cooper as well. No way. <laughs> so we are no both way. Mr. We're Cooper. Mr. Coopers. I like it. Just a couple of what well, we have... Mr. Cooper one and Mr. Cooper, the plant daddy. We have the, that's how we'll distinguish between the two of us. I'm, I'm not surprised that we do have a lot of similarities. This is true. I feel like we'll have to do like a placebo or not placebo. Like we'll have to do like a test just to make sure that the answer isn't always like this person made the quiz, but they'd only ever seen like one pop culture teacher. And it was Mr. Cooper. From I'll make Devin go take it. He's there you go. Mr. Cooper. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. Well, Joe, thank you so much for, for being on. Um, you've got, uh, not only you have like your stand-up stuff going on, but you also have your podcast. So like, where can they check everything out? You've got 
all the social media is quite a big following on like TikTok and Instagram, but where can they catch you out on every single one of those things? Okay. Well, first of all, all my socials is just at Mr. D times three, M-R-D-T-I-M-E-S, the number three. You can find me there. Um, and I'm putting out all sorts of content and this and that so you can watch it. My podcast is called Social Studies. You can also get that anywhere where podcasts are. But the cool part is I'm actually going to be going back on the road. There is a plan for me to be back on the road in late, yes. late summer or yes. early fall. It all depends on if Miss Rona decides to cork it up and stop being such a bitch with all this <laughs> virus that's going around. But Here's the key. Um, most likely my shows are still going to be open with capacity restrictions. So if that means tickets are going to, okay, humble brag. And you, you know, this is true. So I'm not a big headed asshole. When I say this, my shows sell out, they sell out. Hell like yeah. they, they, they almost always sell out. So if I was to tell you there's going to be capacity restrictions here, now they're really going to sell out. So if you would like to see me on the road, this is what you need to do. Text the word tour, the word tour to 1313-251-1036. That's 1313-251-1036. Text me the word tour and you'll go right into my little tour category. And once tickets are out and available, that's who I give it to first. The people who are in that text group for touring, you'll get the ticket links. You can get in there. You can snag tickets up. And that is the best way to make sure you know. Also, you can check my website, mrdtimes3.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, Ryan. This was, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad to, great. to be a, a two-timer. A two-time guest now. We'll, have, we'll get <laughs> Trish on at some point, too. She can, hey. you know, once she whips Miss Rona into shape, then we'll be good. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I uh, appreciate you guys and all your support. Uh, again, check out Joe. He's everywhere. He's got amazing stuff. He's also been on the show. So if you want to check that out, too, it was episode 83 or 84 or something like that. Uh, but reach me at Classroom Brew. And until next week, guys, class dismissed.